This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Mike Hello. and Tyler. What's going on, guys? What is up? Patsy is still on the COVID IR list, so he is out for the week. We cannot confirm that close contact hasn't happened in the extra days. Yep. We're we're taking him off the team. He's banging on the door right now outside, trying to get in. Tough break, man. But you got to triple lock that thing. You have to listen to us like the rest of the kingdom, Monday through Friday. Um, (laughs) So right now we're we're recording and we're watching the Steelers Ravens game. It's really exciting. It's twelve to seven. Yep. And uh, a lot of fourth down stops. A lot of dumb plays by the Ravens and a lot of drops by Pittsburgh. Yeah. Got about two. uh, Claypool dropped that one. Deontay dropped that one. I don't know. Ugly game. I feel like they are ready just to be done with yeah. it. Yeah. And earlier too, I was like thinking, like, you know, why why didn't the NFL put this like, you know, tonight so it'd have a ton of viewer, you know, everybody would tune in to watch. Yeah. I think they probably made the right call. They probably assumed it was going to be some ugly football. Yeah, that was weird that they didn't. Is, are they thinking they get an extra, you know, a couple, a couple hours, hours to rest? Yeah. I wonder if there's some, some competing program on tonight or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, Wednesdays. Be. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. You know, there could be some big television shows that. People didn't want to give up for football, but uh, was that your dog? Yeah, yeah we that... actually just had a chime in. Uh, Romeo said, "Fuck that! I'd yeah. rather watch football than whatever TV shows." On. <laughs> he said, "Go Browns!" Actually, yeah, Romeo's out there howling a little bit. <laughs> he's he's okay. Well, let's get right into it. Start off with the news and notes. Gary Kubiak comes out and says, "You know, Dalvin Cook is just kind of beat up right now." Oh yeah. Nope, that's a tough like one <laughs> for the Dalvin Cook owner. But they asked Dalvin later, and he's like, "Would you ask Derrick Henry the same thing?" He kind of got mad. Yeah, like obviously they're bang- they're all beat up right now. They've been getting hit for weeks. Yeah, it's unfortunately for Dalvin. He has this like rich and extensive injury history. Yeah, that's just Absolutely. like pops up. It's kind of like uh, Tariq Cohen in a sense, where it's like, yeah, my body's uh kind of broke down over the season, but so does everybody else's. Yep. But yeah, but you're small and get hurt right vikings yeah. are they played jacksonville five and six um I, yeah, do you risk like not playing him though i don't think you can I th- you gotta have dalvin they gotta game. play him i worry about how much they play him which is a, a not a great situation for the fantasy owners yeah and fantasy that, playoffs exactly owners. yeah you don't really I mean, you've got to play him if he plays but there's a, a big chance that if they're killing jacksonville he doesn't play in the second yeah. half Agreed. Maybe just on a limited snap count from the from the get go, kind of maybe they take away the passing down role. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in working in Cook's favor is that Madison's looked pretty shitty when he's been in this year. Yeah, so. he doesn't seem like he's really that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't do anything against Atlanta when they played him. But all right, next news item. Uh, there's some optimism internally in the uh, Dolphins uh, house. I can't think of the word that. Tua can play week 13. So, so bummer for Parker owners. Yeah. yeah it's hopefully fits him life. Yeah. Fitz needs to get back in there and we'll see. You know, just have to wait and see on that one. Um, RG three got sacked again. Tyler, Oof. how close are you to beating me in that one league? Uh, I, Tyler that, was down 30 that to start one the day. Touchdown, though, really? I know <laughs> that it, made it, it close. Tyler was down 30 to me, and he has Steeler defense, and they scored a touchdown on the second drive, and he they had 20 points, so he was only down 10. 
and then the Ravens got that fluky, lucky touchdown. They've got 17 at the moment, so I would still need 11 more to beat. You need a touchdown. Yeah. And you will still need probably like two sacks. Yeah. Jeez. But that probably would happen if they got the touchdown. If they Um, continue to just not block TJ Watt, that might actually happen. Yeah, that's not a good uh, game plan coming in, especially when, you know, you're missing your entire team. Yep. (laughs) Ravens are going to run here like girls. (laughs) Called it. All right. Uh, Next news item. The Browns safety, Ronnie Harrison, is out for four to six weeks. Shoulder injury. Here's some uh, big news. Glenn, to rem- Mike Lennon, the Glenn, to remain the starter in week 13 for the Jags. So are they not trying to, they're not trying to tank then, clearly. Why would, so, if you're trying to lose, you put in Lutton. Yes. Glennon actually was stretching the field. I mean, he he looked much better than Lutton did. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're not trying to tank. Yeah. I mean, put in Lutton. I think Marone's still going to be the head coach because why do you fire the GM midseason? That is a little weird. I don't uh, know. The GM drafted Lutton, and they probably GM they was probably clean, like, "You need keep... to play Lutton," and then he sucked. And then that I feel like, like right. uh, would send the worst message to the fans if you kept that coach. I mean, you've got to do a clean Marone. Yeah, they've been horrific, especially since he's technically still the coach from the AFC Championship team, who no longer plays for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah is there even a player? Can we think of one? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Not certainly not like a significant starter. Keelan Cole be was, my one. Yeah, I think he was answer. on it. He yeah, might have been a rookie at that Keelan time. Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole. Wow. <laughs> I mean, after that, but I guess the the Jags probably figure uh, the Jets are getting that first pick no matter what. So yeah, you can't out tank. You can't out tank the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gase is freaking awesome at that. Yeah. Speaking of that, have you guys seen the latest news swirling around the Jets organization? I've seen the shit with him and the play calling. How uh, like, are you uh, talking about the offensive lineman the dude offensive or the D lineman? So uh, the offensive <laughs> lineman, I, I forget his name, but uh, basically is like obviously known for them as being their like before they drafted Beckton, their one good offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, he started like every game over the last three years for him. Uh, he didn't suit up last week. He was a healthy scratch. Yep. Um, Gase wouldn't talk about it. And the only report that has kind of been leaked out is that uh, him and Gase essentially got into a shouting match. Um, and it was basically because at halftime of the previous game, uh, he basically walked into the locker room, like laughed at what Gase said, and then was like, I should have just done, I should have just gone with Jamal. That's what he said. Wow. And the rumor is Gase told him to get the fuck out of his, out of his locker room. And, then healthy scratched him. So, <laughs> jeez, dude, how does a uh, how does the Jets? You want to you so want to know if you're tanking? You healthy scratch your best offensive lineman. <laughs> oh God, they are bad, bad. I, you know, I side note, I really don't think he's getting fired after this year. I really don't. I mean, then the Jets are going to set new records of ineptitude. I of mean, inept- you're Trevor Lawrence talking cannot. about no fans. You're talking about oh man. It's I really like, do. I mean, there's no way. I know firing your coach midseason is not never the answer, but. I've, like, they're not going to keep him. We, they're not. There's no, no way. way. There's no way uh, that GM the... keeps his job. Yeah, exactly. There's oh, just no man. way. God, the team is such a disaster. Dude, you won't I... be able to get a free agent. I swear you to literally God, will not be able to get a free agent. I would agent. never go there. I could be a better owner than the Jets owner, like, <laughs> and pick better guys. Is that Woody Johnson? It's Ted York, isn't it? Step Step one to be a better owner: be hire, someone, hire anybody, be a, but be a human. It's, the, only, the only way you could be a worse owner is if you fired Adam Gase and immediately brought Matt Patricia into the building. Dude, the Jets haven't been good since I've been alive. Right? 
Well, there were some years, uh, the Chad Pennington years. They went, oh yeah, Sanchez with uh, Sanchez. they went to the AFC they went Championship. To, yeah, okay, right. they went two straight yeah, years. Let's with Rex be, yeah, let's be real. Those teams, I forgot were, about those that. teams were frauds. Well, they had good. Their defense. They had defenses were legit. And Rex that Ryan, was, you know, he had good D. Classic Chicago style team where their offense was. Ter- I mean, Sanchez was Rex Grossman reincarnated. And then they had a couple years with uh, Fitzy and B. Marsh there where they were a dominant offensive <laughs> force. It's been tough. It's been tough, no doubt. All right. Uh, the Lions cornerback Desmond Trufant goes on IR. Uh, the Lions are also optimistic that Swift will return this week, so that's good for you, Swift Ooh, owners. Just in case you're not going to uh, include it too, uh, the guy that took over, Jim Caldwell? Uh, no, Darren Bevel. Yep. Uh, Bevel came out today and said their goal is to uh, basically play at a faster pace. Um, I feel like Swift's going to kill it. High octane on offense. Um, Basically, just came out and said we're rebranding whatever the hell you guys think we were doing. They're doing what they were should what they did last season. The reason why I drafted Matthew Stafford because the guy was killing it, throwing down the field constantly, and then all of a sudden Matt Patricia in the off season says, "No, we're going to go back to being boring and terrible." (laughs) Yeah, so. Uh, I think Lions will, as a whole, bounce back next yeah. year. I, I do. I think rest of the season this year, too. I think, you know, Stafford, positive outlook. Swift, positive outlook. Galladay can get on the field. You think they're going to keep Stafford? I don't know. I, oh, mean, I don't know about that. I'm just saying rest of this season, I, I think Stafford is going to be a, a streaming option rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm not sh- 100% what Stafford's, like, contract situation is. is he yeah, gonna... me either. Yeah, we'll have to see. Okay. Adam Thielen is expected back this week. So. Son. Yeah, you got a big matchup. Don't need Thielen playing against you, but he's going to kill you. Yeah, so. he is. Todd Gurley returned to practice for the Falcons. He's got a knee injury, so he's looking like he'll be back. My dog, Jonathan Taylor, activated for the COVID-19 list. So he should be back this weekend. You can get rid of your Jordan Wilkins if you you don't need to pick him up anymore. As expected, you know, Daniel Jones missed another practice Wednesday. The Eagles have officially activated Zach Ertz from IR. He's fifty nine percent owned. Any interest? Yeah, that'll He's fix. worth picking up. That'll, I mean, that'll fix what happened on Sunday. Hey, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter about that. All that matters is Wentz was thrown into the tight end like nothing last week. Yeah, but Goddard also is quick, getting open. Well, we'll see how Zach Ertz comes comes back after a good three week rest, getting a ankle injury. So we'll see how he comes back, and I kind of have to start him this weekend because I have Gronk. Or I'll just drop Zach Ertz for some Man, I, I was going to say, yeah, you could probably... I mean, I wouldn't have the balls to start Zach Ertz this week, probably. I mean... Yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah, you might be able to find... We'll, we'll see as we go through games. Yeah, there's some tight ends out there on our waivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, you already brought up the bevel thing. Johnny Smith, sideline with a knee injury Wednesday. Could be a Ferkser time, and it could be a good week for Ferkser. That's... Yep. Definitely. In fact, absolutely. If John is out, you can start. Who are they playing? They're playing someone like shitty, aren't they? Detroit? Tennessee. It's someone that Derrick Henry's going to run all over. I think Uh, it's Detroit. Cleveland, yeah. Okay. So they are shitty. Um, They do get Miles Garrett back, but it doesn't really matter for tight end. Uh, Dalvin Cook was able to get into a limited uh, practice today. Matt Nagy confirmed. Mitch Trubisky will start again. First Alliance this week. (laughs) Hey, streaming option versus Lions. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. Philip Lindsay, knee injury, missed practice Wednesday. I didn't know about this one. So, Yeah, they said that they're optimistic somehow, even though he keeps missing practice. I don't know. That might just be coach speak. But if uh, he doesn't play, Melvin. It's, um, who do they play? Do we know? Denver? Uh, uh, oh, wait. Shit. Yeah, we do because uh, 
They play the Kansas City. Where is this on my thing? Uh, yeah, they play Kansas City. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah, well, actually, if yeah, it's not if, that bad. If um, Lindsey sits, yeah, you could start Melvin Gordon. Definitely, yeah, uh, Kansas City Rundy is super soft. Yeah, and just increase touches. Yeah, getting exactly. a full workload finally. Yeah. Okay, well that'll uh, well one more news item is that David Johnson has been uh, like open to practice now from the yeah, twenty one. I expect him to window. play now. I mean, I it's been think. three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should be all right now. Uh, I would think. So, was that a live fumble there? No, so it went out of bounds. Oh, okay. Juju ran out, and they they said it was incomplete, but the Steelers challenged, you know, and so whatever. All right, let's get into start and sit for week 13. We are already at, man. Season's flown by. Sad. Yeah, it has. It's been a crazy one. There you go, Deontay. Sorry. Saints versus Falcons. Sunday at 1 p.m., the Saints are favored by three... And the over-under is 46. This game has one of fantasy's most difficult questions this week. I think you probably know what it is. What do you do with Alvin Kamara? (laughs) You're going to start him, I think. Yeah. If you had Alvin and Latavius, like King Pat. I think you could flex Latavius. Mm -hmm. Like, the way they're using him, he's getting enough carries. And, like, it's looking like a split right now because of the knee injury. Um, But what were Kamara's targets last week? They were pretty low again, right? Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, one, I'm, one target, one week. target in two the past two weeks, and a reception for negative two yards. Yeah, I mean the the fantasy math sort of is the the whole idea of the running quarterback not dumping off to Kamara. So um, I'm not really sure what will change. Uh, that that wasn't the case their last matchup. Um, Do you think the Falcons came out and they thought they were going to play uh, Jameis? I guess so. Supposedly they prepared for Jameis and some like more packages from Taysom. Now that they know it's Taysom, do you think they play any better against them? If they had a more talented defense, I would feel it. But they did just somehow, some way, shut down Oakland. I'm hoping the Falcons can upset them this week. For me, the Falcons, you know, they're still an NFL defense. Yeah, they are. So they're NFL caliber players to some regard. They used what little caliber of talent they had Mm -hmm. for that one week, and it's it's done. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, they're terrible. That's the first time they looked at in any like way, shape, or form like they could stop someone. One of the I'll I'll remember that game probably for the rest of my life. I I got to put that more on Derek Carr and the Raiders than I do giving them props. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, let's go through uh, the quarterbacks. You start and taste them. Yeah, okay week last week. Yeah, getting the rushing touchdowns, but he's not really throwing for shit. I wouldn't watch the game, but I think he had six yards at half. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, exactly be stoked about it, but he does present that kind of like the, the what people were hoping Cam Newton could give you, you know, where it's like limited passing, but he's just rushing touchdowns constantly. Yeah. Um, he's throwing to Michael Thomas pretty exclusively. Yeah, I mean, he's probably like right there, like the 12th quarterback for me this week, something like that. Low in, low in QB1? Yeah, I think so. So what about uh, Matt Ryan? All dependent on Julio, right? 100%. I don't think you can start him. 100%. Julio's out there. Fine playing Matt Ryan. No, man. Saints D has been really good. Not touching it. They have. They had him two weeks ago, and they sucked. I think he left early in that. Didn't he leave early in that game? I, I mean, believe I that's, when he, he hobbled, third, he that's when he hobbled the hammy. Really? Uh, uh, well, yes. I mean, he's certainly outside of QB1 uh, this week. But, yeah, he's 
worth considering. I mean, I think I, like a Kirk Cousins, I might prefer over a Matt Ryan this yep. week. What Absolutely. About a, uh, what about a Derek Carr versus the Jets? Oh, yes. Actually, I do think Derek Carr will bounce back this week. <laughs> I do. It's the Jets. I can't Any do question it. with the Jets? The answer is yes. The offensive player will do well. I'm taking the Raiders in my survivor pool, but I don't feel good, man. I'm nervous of this shit. Very you are threw yeah, on the I field mean, last week. On the other hand, I guess without getting too much into that. On the other hand, the Jet there is potential for the Jets to get their first win. I mean, the Raiders are sort of prone for blowing games, but yeah, they just kind of play down to their competition. They yeah. really like they show up in these big games and look great, and then everyone is good with them, and then they can't. I don't know. So Matt Ryan with Julio, fringe QB one without Julio. Start. Not, even, not even on the I'm gonna put the radar, I'm gonna yeah. put my name on it and say do not start Matt Ryan this week. Yeah. I, I mean think I'm there's saying better streaming options. Yeah, I'm saying he's like QB thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. So odds are you could probably find someone. I just don't feel safe. I think I would would you start Taysom Hill over him? I think I would. In the same matchup with Julio, I'll go Matt Ryan. I, okay. I and then but God, you know, they're probably going to end up scoring around the same, probably. Yeah. All right, running backs. Uh, Kamar, you're going to start, I guess. I think you can flex Latavius. Todd Gurley, I would sit. It's it's a really tough matchup. This is a tough one for Gurley. Um, And he's coming off injury. Yeah. Wide receivers. Michael Thomas. We'll we'll go back to it. If If you have both Latavius and Kamara... I know it sounds crazy, but you should be starting Latavius over him. Wow. I'm kind of there, too. No, Why I mean, not? Watch, right? watch, I mean, watch the two previous games. There is no inclination of any reason why I would want minimal touches. I mean, the value touches are going to Kamar- are going to Latavius. Right. Um, yeah. I really do. I really feel like as long as Hill's back there, I'd be playing Latavius. Okay. Um, well, Michael Thomas. Shitty week last week. I think he got 10. It's really the only guy Taysom throws to, so I think you're going to trot him out there against the Falcons again. He had a good week against them two weeks ago. Yep. But Falcons' it, corners are, like, as bad as they get. Yep. So Michael Thomas is going to win every time. It's just a matter of If the ball Taysom. gets there. And he's away. the only guy that, like you said, he's the only guy he's throwing to right now. Yeah. I would sit the rest of the receivers and the tight end. Yeah, Reed for the so I mean Sanders disappointed last week, but he's been like double digits almost every week. Uh, but the target floor is so small, you can't do it. Maybe worth a long shot DFS play. Calvin Ridley, you're going to start. Julio, you're going to start if he plays. And hey, Hayden Hurst. Hurst, you know he bounced back for another like eight to ten. I mean, that's what you're going to get unless you get in that end zone. Yeah, Hurst is one of those guys you have, like, no choice with week to yeah. week and unless you have, like, one of the three others ahead of him or four, Gronk, yep. Waller, Kelsey. Uh, this D killed Matt Ryan two weeks ago, and I'm, I'm playing him again. Um, oh, yeah, Saints D set and forget yep. at this point. Uh, I do think they have to play the Chiefs, though, so mm. I am not going to play them against the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, that's do safe ex- call. Do expect a big week out of Young Hoku as well, so fire, <laughs> fire up your Q shares. Yeah, Man, like I saw early? a stat that I didn't. I forgot to send you guys the players. He's been outscoring in terms of average fantasy points per game over the last, like, hey, eight games. Dude, know, it's nuts. He's been killing. It's, you guys know I, I benched my kicker, so there was just in case he missed. I, I was shame up. on you. <laughs> I, I benched Justin Tucker today. Oh, really? Oh, I was that. up. I was up a point and a half, and I'm like, if he was like yeah. bot snap and he fumbled it trying to throw it or something, I'm just gonna win the game. Yep. <laughs> just he already made an extra point. I but imagine, I imagine like them doing nothing all day, and then 
running like a trick play and yeah, throwing, yeah. throwing an interception. <laughs> oh, oh, man. You lose, bro. That would be horrible. So that's why it's a strategy. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee you know? the win. I, I respect I, it. I'm not going to win the points, uh, so I don't need the extra 10 to 15 he could provide, but it's looking like one right now. Um, get that first down, please. Thank you. All right. Lions are traveling to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. The Bears are favored by three, and the over-unders 44.5. Stafford versus Mitch. Man, I really don't want to start Stafford. I think the Bears are getting a couple guys back from the COVID list. Hakeem uh, should be back. I mean, he just hasn't looked great to me. And, yeah, you know, I am big on, like, the – overall like boost that a firing a head coach can give someone mm-hmm. um bad week to start on it though. it is it's like damn like it, i'd rather play the go Bears. matt ryan than matt stafford yeah with yeah Julio, this, this just isn't the matchup and um, unless your name's aaron Rodgers, i'm really not considering throwing you out there yeah the because yeah they looked bad last week the bears but they kind of like gave up pretty early and i don't think that game's gonna be but he's also rogers the one exception because yeah before that the last guy to do something like that to him was aaron Rodgers. Like yeah two years ago. I, I mean they hadn't given up uh two touchdowns to wide receivers in forever so uh uh detroit is the team that mitch always plays really well against right yeah it is so i mean oh interesting i forgot about that he like kills them right like, 12 yeah. touchdowns one pick and it's like four games against them i mean um I, not to say that I would stream Mitch, but that kind of that's a good DFS is better guy. news for the Bears defense because you don't have to worry as much about him Inter- being terrible you. and <laughs> putting them in bad positions. I mean, yeah, I'm I definitely mean. playing Mitch in DFS. I like that idea, dude. He's going to be cheap. Him and Allen Robinson. There you That'll go. That'll be a nice little stack. Yeah, good uh, idea. you're going to start Allen Robinson. Obviously, you just kind of force feeds him. It's Hell awesome. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Avery. just lost Trufant, so I mean he was did, their number one corner pretty did, much. Did you guys see that all three receivers for the uh, what's their names? The Bears, uh, Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, and uh, I think it's uh, Hicks or something or something. I don't remember his name. Mooney? He's, no, the, not him. It, it's a big dude with dreads. Oh. I think he was the one who got thrown out for throwing the punch. It actually is. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Javon Hicks. Yes. Um, they all liked tweets that said that. That to go to different teams and geez i did see that with alan robinson yeah oh and my uh, the other one one was like the patriots come to the patriots one liked it like uh, stupid shit alan robinson yeah. never should have signed with chicago so, in the first place and that's something that i did see uh, some people giving him shit for what do you think um, was going to happen because they he, haven't had a quarterback in a hundred years he turned down and took five million more from the bears but he turned down five million less from the from the green bay packers Oh um, man, so, yeah, I think that boy. Tough, when he tough hits, to be tough to be liking tweets about going going and getting a better situation when you turn down a great situation, but, right? You know, got to do what's best for him. So yeah, and I think that uh, I think when he hits free agency, uh, his it'll be easy to pin down his decisions because like it, at this point, it will be based. It'll on be who a, quarterback. Has a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Houston could be interesting. Juju yeah. hitting the gritty. Juju scored. Juju just scored. Very nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah. And the fact that you have to. He's trying to like get relevant again by knocking off a clearly better receiver's touchdown celebration dance. <laughs> oh, he was hitting the uh, hitting the gritty, the gritty. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's reserved for one man and one man only. <laughs> uh, Swift, I, tough matchup coming off injury, but I think you, you're going to want to play I still him. Like it, I, I think Swift's. Swift's I think that uh, the the target floor hopefully should uh, start to establish itself this week. Yeah, and this coach, you, you got to imagine a guy like Darren Bevel's got. No ties to a guy like Adrian Peterson. Like, yeah. Was, you know, Adrian, you've been great, man. 
enjoyed watching your whole career, but you saw Adrian said a couple weeks ago when they gave Swift the start, he said it, you should have done this a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, like at this point, Peterson himself he, know, he knows. Like, And he's always been a guy that early in his career had the kind of connotation when the young guys came in, he wouldn't help them in that. But mm-hmm. he's at a point now where he can't believe he's the best option for his football team. Like, <laughs> right. Kenny Galladay, if he plays, you're going to start him. I would not play Marvin Jones. Uh, he's been kind of Agreed. And Hawkinson was the tie, uh, tight end I should have mentioned earlier. He's also a set yeah. forget option yep. at this point. Absolutely. Good tight end. Um, Jimmy Graham, I mean, Detroit, they're pretty bad. So play it's not the worst idea ever to uh, play him. Jimmy Sham has turned into uh, like a solid <laughs> top 12 tight end. Jimmy Sham sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, not. <laughs> what about Bears defense? I mean, um, yeah. Uh, they've been like a little bit down lately. Like I saw they're on the waivers in a league I'm in. Um, yeah, they're a nice scoop, I think. Yeah. Honestly, for the playoff run. They're, I mean, they always have sound defense. They don't ever give up anything crazy except against the Packers. Yeah, they don't give up crazy point, point totals. They um, had uh, negative four against Green Bay. Uh, then before their bye, they had 12 against Minnesota, four against – it's had kind of like a tough schedule here in terms yeah. of defense. Like they played New Orleans and then Tennessee back to back, and their schedule coming up is actually kind of nice. I mean, they get Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. So, yeah, yeah. that's nice. Worth scooping, and I guess you could start him this week. I mean, Stafford's yeah. got a broken thumb still. So. Yep, and he's uh, turnover prone. Mm-hmm. So, all and right, c- coming off the Packers game, you hope they bounce back. Yeah, yeah, you'd expect. Uh, Cleveland is traveling to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are five and a half favorites over under four fifty four. Low key, uh, kind of a good game. I mean, you got two of the best running backs in the league this year, uh, Chubb and and Derrick Henry going at it. So Baker needs to. If Baker, they haven't beat a, like a good team yet. They keep they mm. they've beaten everyone in front of them. That's like Joe Schmoes, but highly skeptical of Baker. In yeah, this matchup. Um, I like. I like Tannehill a lot in this yeah. one. I think this is going to start a nice little playoff run for him. Uh, he played well last week. I, when, uh, when the big dog Derrick Henry's going and they're hitting play action all day long, it's like this is just that's this is how AJ it went Brown down a stretch last year. Yep. Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown smash starts. Corey yep. Davis is a flex. Yep. Uh, Anthony Ferkser, if he's the only guy, is a, is a solid option at tight end. He might as well you know dive in. Yeah, it's worth a shot. I mean, their target – that he's going to suffer from sort of what the same thing has been going on where all the targets are going to yeah. AJ and Corey, but with Johnny out of the lineup, Tannehill hit the tight end. Certainly. All right. Over, over to the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield. I'm Titans. good with it. Shut up. You're going to start him. hundred percent good with it. No, hundred percent good with it. Would you start him over Matt Ryan? Yes. <laughs> Dude. What has Baker been scoring lately? So, so here's the thing. And, Titans look decent. We're going to get to another player on here in Jarvis Landry. You're yeah. Gonna, you're going to hear me say Jarvis Landry smash start. I'm not even kidding. You want to you know something funny? I don't think he's since, a smash. Since OBJ's injury, Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry, their first game with, I'm not even kidding you, decent weather conditions yeah, I know. this past week. I agree. The weather is big. They have yeah. played five straight games before that of absolute brutal weather games. Yep. And that's, you know, you look at, you can't, you got to throw that out. You got to just almost throw it like those games. That's expected, you know. Um, they look good. They're running the football. They're sticking to a lot of play action. They're not doing anything that isn't comfortable for Baker. I'm I'm slightly back in on the on the Baker train right now. Um, as long as the weather permits, 
their run game is so good that it's similar to what we just That's why about I don't there. think Baker, you know, is is that good. He, he doesn't throw the ball enough. There's so many runs. Jarvis playing well last week was encouraging. Yeah. Because uh, he'd been like a walking, like, robot. They did play like, Jack. So here, here's the thing. Right now, let's go back a year ago to the Tennessee Titans throwing it the least amount of times in the league and Ryan Tannehill being the QB1 for 16 straight weeks. Mm-hmm. It's because of the run game. I'm not convinced Baker, though, is even hey, I'm capable not, I'm, of I'm like, not saying it's anything close to close to that, but with with the system they're running now, that I mean... And, like, the, who's going to... My other problem is, like, who's his A.J. Brown? You know, who's the guy that they can... He can kind of just, like, dump it off to, and then they can just house it for yeah. 70. No, they definitely, they definitely don't have that, but just in terms of being a methodical off... Like, I don't think Baker's going to kill you. I think Baker is going to go... Tennessee is getting killed against the pass, so you're right. There is almost no road where Baker, uh, like, bottoms out this yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, I, he's not he's not going to Baker you out of the game. Like, <laughs> he's going to just play an efficient, game-managing style. Would you rather play Tannehill or touchdowns. Baker? I'd rather play Tannehill. Okay. okay. Um, but I feel like Baker will slide in as, like, QB 15 or something for me, like, right around, like, Phillip Rivers this yeah. week, sort of, you know? Um, Chubb, start him up. Dude, you know he's av- he's got like the highest uh, yard per carry average ever right now. Yeah, it's like six point three. He still has the most uh, runs of over twenty plus yards in the NFL. And he missed missing seven games. I love Chubb. He just gets nothing in the pass game. Doesn't yeah. matter. He's so good. Yeah, bro. yeah. For fantasy is what I mean. Um, but even in fa- I mean, even in fantasy, he's still like doing really well, isn't he? Yeah. Let me um, check his scoring here. I mean, he's. There was talk before the season on some podcasts that. Uh, Kareem Hunt would take this job by the end of the season. Laughable. Laughable. No, yeah. Chubb uh, is... Chubb's last three, 18, 11, 26. His schedule coming up, too. Man, he's going to smash for people. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore semi-tough. He'll still, he had 250 yards against Baltimore last year. Uh, Giants and Jets. Yeah, smash start. Him and uh, Hunt is still, like, flexible. That was man. the one reason I didn't want to trade him is because his playoff schedule was so good. But oh, I got Zeke Elliott before Dak, so... Well, yeah, Chubb next year needs to be treated more closer like Derrick Henry to where, like, it's a concern that he doesn't get in the passing game, but he's the just amazing on the ground. Yeah, I mean, and he's a ten- he's much better receiver than... You look at it as it's just frustrating Henry. because he could be RB1 overall. Did you see Vrabel had a quote about Derrick Henry's passing uh, catching today? Uh-uh. It was pretty funny. Uh, I meant to send it to you guys where he just said, like, Derrick's much better at it. Uh, defenses are ad- adjusting to it, but it's very helpful for us when we can throw him the ball. Like, no shit. Yes. Yeah. Been only saying that all year. Um, yeah, imagine him getting a, a burst of speed as he's re- actually catching the ball. He's going to kill someone. Terrifying. Terrifying. Chubb, same same type of player, really. Yep. So, Chubb's a start. Uh, Hunt actually was a uh, mispractice today, I think. Oh, did he? Um, or he's, like, slightly injured. has a knee injury, but I expect him to play. And he hasn't been too great. Uh, he really has to get in the end zone when he's the the two guy but mm-hmm. they use him so much that he's decent ppr floor kind of guy yep so definitely agree and then jarvis that'd be the only receiving option uh and austin hooper i guess you could trot out there he scored last week but only a nine yeah hooper's turned into i mean if if baker's gonna play well then that would mean that hooper's gonna play well as well hooper's right now a touchdown or bus guy but i still feel like there's a road to this guy being a, at least consistent kind of like 10 point floor guy uh down the stretch here got to start today uh, or this week uh, i wanted to see what higgins had done uh lately um 
Probably not much based on Baker's. Yeah, two, nine, and seven. The weather, big con- concern. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think you can start him this week. And Jarvis is fine, yeah. All right. I wouldn't play either defense. Moving on. The Bengals are traveling to Miami to face the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by 11.5. That's a lot. Wow. I think the Bengals might cover that. Is this Fitzmagic uh, auditioning for part-time quarterback next year? Maybe. (laughs) For the Bengals? (laughs) So, if it's Fitz, you start him. It's a phenomenal matchup. If it's Tua, you do not play him. Yep, agreed. It's a sit. Uh, You're not going to play Brandon Allen. I don't want to really play Geo. Um I mean, I guess, you know, he should have a decent floor. He had six last week, though, so he could be shitty. Yeah, Geo does not have the, like, safe floor that we kind of envisioned him having. Uh, I think you still kind of have to start him. Uh, yeah, he's an option, but I, I don't know if... Like, they're not giving... Like, that Samaj P. Ryan had one carry last yeah. week. And so it, it really seems like Geo... I know, the last three, though, really tough. Eight, nine, and six. Uh, Miami susceptible against the run. You could get away with it. He's more like an RB three though. I think. Yeah. I would, uh, stay away from the receiving options for the Bengals. The, that's what the dolphins do good. Yep. Exactly. They got two tough corners. T Higgins. I swear to God, this guy is like becoming matchup proof. Like even with the, what did he have without that, uh, touchdown right at the end 55 or whatever. But, Still, he, I mean, he gave me more quick, faith than what I was expecting. He was clearly more tar- like involved than Tyler Boyd was. And so, you know, Ty- this could be a week for Tyler Boyd, theoretically, because those two corners don't move into the slot as much. They're yeah. mostly boundary corners. Um, but you're not going to have the balls to start either of those guys, I don't think. All right, and that'll do it for the Bengals. I'm not starting a single player on the Bengals, personally. Uh, I would sit them all. Yep, probably safe. There's, they have a road to, like, being shut out like yep. no one would be surprised if they got shut out so gaskin is expected back i think he's a good start against the Bengals. fuck yeah carol gaskin baby <laughs> back uh yeah he should be back and ready to go and i mean it's a great matchup for Devonte parker if mm-hmm. it's fits smash start with Tua. i mean you're probably still going to start him but it goes sketchier. from like potential like wide receiver one like ball into like wide receiver three sketches. Yeah, yes, and it's wide a, receiver two like highest upside. It's uh-huh. I'm not I'm not tinkering versus probably gonna tinker. Yep, yep. Um, no one else. Uh, and if it's Fitz is starting, I would play Gasecki. If not, that's another one. Yep. I would uh, if Tua then no Gasecki. So, pretty much yeah, two it sucks <laughs> yeah, yeah this i don't think he sucks i just think you know he's, he's young man he's got to learn how to play it's hard to feed someone or get good quality out of a guy year one i feel like it took t higgins a little bit um with joe burrow to be like the guy i don't know it's it's tough i would rather fitz play obviously for fantasy purposes and just fitz is awesome mm-hmm. um Okay, who else we got? That'll do. Oh, Dolphins defense, good start. Yeah, yeah. Sure, Brandon Allen will give him a couple. And up next, the Jacksonville Jaguars are traveling to Minnesota to taste on the Minnesota Vikings, who are favored by ten, which is a lot, but yeah, they'll probably geez. cover that over under fifty-two. I think Kirk Cousins is a top twelve quarterback this week. I'm willing to say start of the week, Kirk Cousins. 
I'm right around there. Like, I think I've got him above probably Matt Ryan. I probably got him ahead of. Um, I heard him on. Uh, pardon my take today. He's, yep. he's hilarious. He's a funny guy. He's such a goober, and it's great. And he's like takes it like a champ. Yep. He's very lighthearted about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I my concern that they're gonna ease off of Dalvin Cook's workload this week help makes me think Kirk could definitely have a pretty solid game. Um, and the only reason that I'm not gung ho on Kirk is something that's not even tangible. It's just my own like fear of the know, Kirk crumble. The Kirk crumble, exactly. Yes, we know that this guy is probably the most streaky quarterback in the league, where he just looks lights out for four or five games at a time and then the cliff arrives but this is the fucking jacksonville jaguars no wind he's in a dome he's at home probably yep. no fans yep nothing to like get in his ear you one know? o'clock game yeah come on come on kirk this is like you're home for dinner and what yeah if he had... <laughs> you're, you're gonna be home for dinner kirk <laughs> and what if he was like for the la- his entire career he's been like so worried about part of my take making fun of him and now he's been on there <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah now, he's now, like now they like me and he's the monkey's off his back he can ball now yeah i like kirk a lot hilarious interview um all right james robinson stardom dalvin cook stardom been great I'm buying it back into James Robinson. I've watched enough of him this year to where like I'm sold that he's actually a good player. Yeah, he's, I think I've uh, said that before. He's going to be the guy next year. I, he'll I, probably I, be I really, a third, fourth round pick next year. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. And he'll, he'll, if he's doing what he's doing this year, it, we'll be able to tell. Like if they go out and sign someone, yeah, it'll be a little sketchy. Or draft. Or draft. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, he's like doing it in the passing game too. Where do you go to college? I honestly, uh, do small not. school guy, I believe. This is why you don't pay your running backs. Um, <laughs> also, fun, fun little. He, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I was just a fun little note on him. Yeah, okay. uh, and obviously you'll know the answer to the question, but do you know what uh, running back in the NFL has carried over 95% of his team's uh, total running back? That is a workhorse right there. 95%. Wow. You, ready for, you ready for the actual numbers? Yeah. So of those, there's only been seven rushing attempts that have been handled by someone not named James Robinson in that backfield. Oh my God. And it's like Chris Thompson or something. Exactly. And it's like, that is pretty bonkers because, and, and he's productive with them. So it proves to you that he is actually extremely talented and on a bad mm-hmm. team. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, yep. they're not in ball games and he's still taking 20 carries that, a game. It is hard because I am like a rule in fantasy for me is I don't play players on bad teams. Like that's yep. a big thing with me. I don't draft players on bad like i'll never take a jet even next year like unless it's trevor lawrence but <laughs> i just he's you know, the he really is like an exception he is to, playing well on a bad yeah. team in bad he game is. scripts they get yes. blown out by 30 and they're still yeah, it that's him. how they're most successful and off but his, their his, his five yards of carry is more than whatever glenn lutton and Minshew are gonna attack. so that's a long way of saying we all love james robinson yep. this week i mean it seems like minnesota's Oh, Super yeah. soft on defense. Minnesota's trash off. can, so yeah. on D. All right, wide receivers. Just Jefferson, Thielen, smash starts. Oh, yeah, smash starts. They're going to eat. We- mm-hmm. Weekly smash starts at this point. They're both too. going over 20, I think. Yep. Sorry, T. No, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, DJ Chark, if he plays, not a bad matchup. Glennon was slinging it last week. He connected with this Johnson, Colin Johnson kid a couple times. Colin Johnson, remember I drafted him in a Madden he's, franchise. He's, mega, he's legitimately Megatron 2.0. Six foot six. He's actually he's a, huge. He's, stri- he's, he's hauls, actually physically yeah. the same. He's actually like the same body weight and, and actual height of Calvin. I would wow. remember dying when I saw the C Johnson. I'm like, what is, is this? Like some sort of knockoff Calvin Johnson? 
Um, and he That's scored a hilarious. touchdown last week. Yeah, <laughs> that was laughing he looked pretty like hard. A monster, so that'll probably be Shark this week, and he was feeding him. So I don't mind Shark. I wouldn't play any of the other options. Yeah, not touching. I kind of have a feeling that Glennon uh, is going to be throwing downfield again in this game. I feel like he's kinda, he's got the YOLO mentality mm-hmm. now. And Glennon always did. He had a weak arm, but he did kind of like like to throw these rainbow oh, no, there's, balls yeah. downfield. There's two types of plays with Mike Glennon. It's either curl up in the fetal position and take the sack before I get hit uh-huh. or sling the rock. <laughs> he's ba- he's like if uh, Daniel Jones couldn't run, you know, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Man, that's not good. <laughs> pretty insulting. Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> but, uh, it's like Daniel Jones if he could do the one positive thing Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I don't mind Kyle Rudolph. Oh, we got some McSorley action too. Yep. I don't mind uh, Kyle Rudolph, though. If Irv Smith's out, you can do it. Yeah, yep. he's been involved. Also, Irv Smith, man, disappointment this year. Yeah, I know. That was yeah. one of your guys, too. You, yeah. always, you always miss on a, on a Viking. Viking. That's yeah. your thing. But, hey, man, Ola B.C. Johnson looked fantastic last week, if I do say so myself. Ola B.C. <laughs> he was the one who was stealing the snaps from Justin Jefferson at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I, I saw so at a tweet Remember out the other. stupid reports about like how Jefferson was looking horrible? Yeah, yeah that's looking what slow. People yeah. were talking about. This the guy, this guy tweeted, goes, you guys remember when, when we seriously bought into Ola B.C. Johnson beating out Justin Jefferson. <laughs> like, And it, even the draft uh, profile on Justin Jefferson was wrong. They pegged him as like the next Tyler Boyd, like exclusive slot yeah. player. And he's all, I mean, the most explosive rookie it, outside. So Kirk right. talked <laughs> about that on actually part of my take. Did you guys listen to it? Uh, I listened to most of it, I, yeah. I okay. didn't listen to that, but did he mention how he previously, the, three year, the two years before, didn't play in the slot like at all and still ate. He just so ate more in the he, slot. He brings up how the first three weeks he was strictly slot and that. Oh yes, absolutely. and that's how he was at LSU. He, he pretty much only played in the slot only his senior his last, year. Yes, yeah. yeah. The senior year. So he brought that up, and then he's like, "I didn't even really know how good he was until after week three. No, pre-season. we didn't have any preseason yeah, or OTAs. Once I started seeing him on the outside, I'm like, what the hell? I got to get this guy yeah. the ball. Can we, can we play him more? <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, uh, that was the thing. He was only playing slot. And then and this is a, a Vikings team that pretty much only plays two wide receivers. And so that meant Justin Jefferson not playing. Uh, what's funny about it, too, is uh, Joe Burrow actually talked about Justin Jefferson earlier this year uh, a little bit. And he had like a sit-down interview. And they were talking about Joe Brady, who was Mm -hmm. the offensive coordinator who came in that senior year and changed everything around. He's going to be a head coach in the next, like, two or three years. And they mentioned the Justin Jefferson only being in the slot thing. He goes, he goes, oh, no, he plays everywhere. He goes, he asked coach if he could only play in the slot. And they're like, oh, well, why do you do that? And he goes, because Joe Brady told him he's going to score 20-plus touchdowns if he does in his offense. (laughs) And he goes, I want to play there. Hell, yeah, man. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. They had had the other superstar receiver. uh, Jamar Chase, he basically goes, whoever's whoever's my slot receiver eats the most. And he's like, well, that's me. I'm top dog. Heck, yeah. And Jamar Chase coming out this year? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, didn't he, like, opt out of the season this year? Yeah, he – one yeah. part of it, yeah, because uh, he's gonna get he's gonna, he's make, gonna be top to ten, yeah. a couple of mills. Um, okay, well, uh, that'll do it for that game. Vikings D, what do you think? Could you play Vikings D? It's kind of risky. Yeah, I mean the the Glenn will give you some sacks. He will get sacked. Um, yeah, but the problem is you got to get to the quarterback to do that, and mm-hmm. their pass rush is pretty non-existent. Uh, honestly, no, because their secondary is pretty terrible. Yeah, I think I'm there's probably better streaming options. Okay. I'd rather take a flyer on like the the Raiders defense going against the the Jets on like a bounce. Speaking back. of Raiders versus the uh, New England or pff, New York Jets traveling there, uh, Raiders are favored by seven and a half. I do think they cover that. Uh, Derek Carr, Mike, you've been you know kind of going for 
to bat for him, thinking he's going to have a bounce back week. Oh, for against the Jets, it's just because the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are no, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's really it's what we talked about the other day about we both King Luke and myself King Tyler played Derek Carr this past weekend. King Mickle did not, did not, did not. And so yeah, if one you of did, us is willing to, you throw know how we're there. feeling. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's just how I, it goes. I am chalking. I mean that is that last week is the fluke of all flukes. Yeah. It's toss it, throw it in the garbage. And I try to think like that too. Cause it's happened with Matt Ryan where I'm like, I'm not going to start him. Then like, shit, I know him. He's going to probably pop for 30 or something. You know, the jets are just truly now. And the other thing is Josh Jacobs. Quite, we don't really know his status yeah. too much. If Jacobs were playing, there would be a road to where maybe Jacobs runs all over them. But man, yeah, I think Carl be throwing, uh, you know, bounce back a little bit. Uh, I've noticed Brian Edwards is getting on the field more for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a opportune spot for a guy like that to break. Get him out. some confidence. Get him. Also, Henry Ruggs, um, if they decide to want to play him again, the Jets are just giving up big plays, like giving them away for free. Here you go, twenty yards. Here you go. Uh, it's all there for the Raiders. Like if they really could have a huge, huge game. Darren Waller set up for a huge game. He yep. only had like four points last week too. Another gigantic fluke. So he's and, a start, Darren yep. Waller. Uh, just listening to this, though, I'm just getting flashbacks to our uh, Tuesday episode of last week where uh-huh. we did start sits and said the exact same things about Derek Carr and his matchup versus Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what do you want to do? We can just not talk about but, the Raiders. Like <laughs> this is a better matchup though. After last week, do we just say we're not talking about the Raiders anymore? No, I'm, I'm about uh, it. I actually, Mike has convinced me. I'm gonna say Derek Carr. You can start him. Well, you're you not going to feel great, abs- but it's the same. no, I agree with him. His points are good. I'm oh, not necessarily telling people to start Derek Carr. I'm just saying, like, he could be – he's not going to bottom out again. He will probably score within He 15, should get to 20. I was going to say, he could score within 15 Two to passing points. touchdowns, he should get that. And uh, it, the status of Josh Jacobs matters, too. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see. Uh, Gruden that. is known for loving to run the ball, so that could come into play if they just run over him. Uh, so you might get screwed there. But I kind of think we're on to something, though. If you uh, turn in a performance like the Raiders did last week, you are no longer worthy of being – talked about broken down <laughs> i mean one why game do it? you suck you because like tyler said we'll, we'll, we will make the same points uh and it means nothing ultimately. <laughs> so our, our, <laughs> at some point we got to take our credibility in, on the line here and just be like you know what we're not a raiders we're so we got podcast <laughs> we're gonna apply that logic to the jets yes, right now right absolutely and just, well I'm going to start a jet for the first time all year. I think I'm going to say a start. Frank Gore. You Frank can start. Gore. Yes. Yeah. We've uh, established that. That's he, it. He's the, clearly the best player on the he's field. <laughs> and uh, he's, Darnold is back in. And oh. So I know Crowder was disappointing last week. Uh, would not shock me whatsoever. Again, if he has 35 be, catches. He's that's not going to be in the top 24 uh, this week, Crowder, but he is set up, uh, again, to have a nice little finish to the season here. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see Mims and Perriman out there to see how that affects Darnold's uh, output. Mm. But, I mean, it, he might finally the guy for two years has just strictly stared at one receiver, and it's it's Crowder. So Joe Flacco looks has looked better in his games than Absolutely. He's Darnold has looked. <laughs> Put him in a position to win. Gase literally physically had to enter himself and lose them the game to do it. Yeah. I mean, Darnold, he needs to get out of that system and a new fresh start. And I think he'll be pretty good. I agree. I really do think like I, I he hasn't had a shot. He hasn't. His not confidence had a is gone. Exactly. He's, he's, he's not going to play good this year. Think about how closely a lot of young quarterbacks are coached. And like, yep. it's just a whole all hands on deck. You've got everyone trying to help them out. And he's just been stuck with this. And the other way I look at it, too, like we mentioned, is the Tannehill thing. And that's with a guy that 
was still a first round pick, but kind of a wide receiver, just started playing quarterback his last few years in college. Wasn't really the consensus top guy. Darnold was, for the most part, a consensus top guy. He's so. got the tools, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, exactly. And so seeing a guy like Tannehill get the fresh start with just a different offensive mind than Adam Gase yep. definitely gives me some confidence for a guy like Darnold who had all the, like you said, had all the tools coming out. Yep. Oh, I would like to see him in San Francisco. That's my favorite spot. I want to see. Be... I don't know whether San Fran has the like. If San Fran goes after a quarterback, they're probably going to want. They're not going to want a project. They'll probably. But just that would be fine. a good matchup to me. That would be. I'd be very excited. And they're a young team too. So Darnold could... needs extreme, extreme coaching. Uh, extreme home makeover. Uh, yeah. Ty Pen. Wasn't that guy's name? Ty Pennington. <laughs> get him in there. Clean up Darnold's house and uh, get him going. Okay. Uh... Uh... Wide receivers for the Raiders. We're not really too big on any of them. Ruggs is like a, you know, he might catch two bombs type of guy. My my issue with them is just even on Derek Carr's best days, it's it's almost proven throughout this whole season that it's Waller, the running backs, and fucking Aguilar. And then one of, <laughs> oh, the, yeah, Aguilar. One of the receivers. Out of the, 10 last week. Out of, out of the receiving group, Aguilar, Aguilar has been the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the games where Ruggs pops, Aguilar's nothing. Right. The games where Hunter Renfro has a great, the other one's just nothing. So it's like he really doesn't sustain the entire cast when they're when they're cooking. We didn't talk about the Raiders running backs. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I'd, if if Jacobs is out, then Booker's a fine start, and Jalen Richard's out. So it's oh, yeah. it's all Booker if it's yep. that. Yeah, I mean definitely at this point in the season, if you're if you're diving onto the waiver wire for a guy like that, you're looking for a guy that's getting the touches and definitely consider playing him uh i i do think that if you're doing dfs uh rugs is a really good dart throw this week yeah uh, I agree. he had uh Agreed. five targets last week three for 53 he catch, almost 56. had a touchdown came very i think he dropped it didn't he didn't no he so he got to the one. Oh, okay it was like a 50 yard catch and then he and he like dove and was stepped out or something yeah so jets giving up huge plays left and right rugs that's all he does uh decent dart throw he'll be dirt cheap all right last game on part one of start sit, oh, you could start Raiders defense. I think if Raiders I mean it's just Jets can't score. You're right. They had yeah, three I mean, last week. Gase will give you a couple. <laughs> yep. Um, That's so a good point too. three points given up. You're just sitting there at your eight point total for the week, and yep. you're fine. <laughs> uh, Colts are traveling to the Houston area to take on the Texans, and the Colts are favored by three. Deshaun Watson, Philip Rivers, no Will Fuller anymore, no Roby. I'm still starting Watson. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a little sketchier like we talked about because um, is Hollywood Brown going to score on this fucking play? Dude. Tackle his ass. Dude. He Minka! Scored. Just gave up on that. I knew I was going to witness this at some point this season with oh him my on God. my bench. And Trace. what are you going to do? You can't play Trace McSorley finds Hollywood Brown for oh the touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, man, that's going to kill my minus eight and a half. What a fucking joke. Is All it? All right. Um, let's see here. It turns out that it's actually kind of difficult to do a football podcast with football live on. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. <laughs> I find uh, myself watching the football more than thinking <laughs> about the football. Um, David Johnson should be back. Do you start him against the Colts? Uh, it's no. tough. That, I, I need to see what the Colts' status of their defensive line is because last week they were missing four starters, and I knew before the game, you can ask my brother, Derek Henry, I said he's going to go completely off. They are... 
there are not I've been hard on the Colts defense and they're better than I give them credit for but they're vulnerable also they and if their their guys are missing on the D line then sure David Johnson go ahead and and I would really even go with more they could be missing three of those guys again but the big one probably DeForest Buckner Buckner if, if Buckner misses yeah. that middle of the defense is just prone to getting gashed the thing about David Johnson too is it's a concussion so it's not necessarily like a lingering leg injury or something like yeah, that so, so he's hopefully that means that they're ready to go give him because he was like getting a ton of work when he was yeah. healthy and Duke Johnson's missing as well this week right oh yeah what is this no st- I think Duke's still there Duke's Duke's healthy yeah, I wouldn't play him, though, even though he played well last week against Detroit. If he's the only guy, I still would try to sit him. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Phillip Rivers, decent streaming option. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I'm going to start him. I think he's going to get the workload against the Texans, and I think he gets in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, it's the same story with Taylor. It's gonna If he uh, plays well in the first quarter, you're in good shape. They're going to leave him in, and he's going to fucking ball. Houston defense is terrible against the run. Yep. Should be some points scored in this one, too. Yep. I think you could start uh, Naeem Hines. I mean, I think both him and Taylor are, you know, kind of – you don't really know who's going to hit, but one of them can hit, like, big time. And that's the thing is that they're to a point where even on their down weeks, you still almost have to play them because of that that ceiling they have. Hines is a perfect fit with uh, Phillip Rivers, too. Mm -hmm. I, I want Hines on the Bucks somehow. I would, I would love that. Man. That would be interesting. He would catch 70 passes from Brady. This Easy. season would be so – now we're going to go off on Bucks, but this season would be so different with a pass-catching running back. Oh, so different. We all called it before law season. every single one of us. Yep, we needed one. Yep. Deion Lewis, something like that would have been great. Yep. All right, uh, T.Y. Hilton, what do you think? <laughs> oh, man, it's tough, boy. <laughs> I think him and Pittman or Flex is just a phenomenal matchup. I've got my cop-out answer. T.Y.'s worth a, a DFS play. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard in redraft because you've got guys that are probably better, more reliable than T.Y. I yeah. mean, especially in a two-flex, or uh, in a one-flex, rather. Yeah. Two-flex, I mean, Pittman, this might be the game where Pittman establishes himself as the new T.Y. that destroys Houston. Uh, <laughs> Pittman didn't do too much last week. I think he's been kind of low volume lately, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, he kind of came out, got off to the quick start. He's, like, still making big plays, but, I mean, T.Y. was was better last week, uh, and T.Y. famously destroys Houston. I think this guy averages, like, 120 receiving yards versus them. Uh, Yeah, he's worth a flex, I guess. But I really Um, like Phillip this week. I I like Phillip as a streaming option. Yep, like him more than Matt Ryan. Uh, He's right there with Kirk Cousins for me. Brandon Cooks, top top twelve receiver, I think this oh, week. Oh yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Jordan A. Atkins. Now that uh, Will Fuller's gone, he's been kind of throwing to him anyways. I think he might have a decent game. It would make sense for them now to go more two tight ends, play yeah. Fells and Atkins a lot. I have a prediction. I think Cooks is going to be over 100 receiving yards every game the rest of the season. Wow. That's just kind of a random thing, but I feel like it's it's almost too easy to predict. Yeah, he's um, going to get hella targets. And I did double-check on that because we were talking about their receiving depth at this point. So it, it is at this point. It's Cooks, Kiki, and their only other active one before they bring people up from the practice squad for the game is uh, Couture, who you were – Yeah, Isaiah Couture up. or something like that. So, I mean – and that's it. Any relation to Randy? <laughs> Wasn't that a wrestler, Randy Couture? It is. 
I think maybe not. I've heard that. MMFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy in UFC. He's in all the Expendable movies. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, so in terms of like diamond in the rough there, there's really not. So someone's going to have to step up for them to continue being a high powered offense. So I do like that call of, you know, possibly looking at a guy like Jordan, Jordan Atkins. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, QT is worth like rostering this week. Kind of like we said yesterday, it'll take some balls to start him this week. Probably. But there's certainly a road to him, you know, him being the little slot guy that just kind of, they run dinky stuff too. And then cooks kind of takes over the deep field type of deep fuller. What, uh, what about Trey Burton? We didn't talk about him. Uh, yeah. So I've had a hard time keeping track of Trey Burton this season. Uh, I had him on my roster. It's for just a like got bit. three tight ends, so it's a lot. I know it's a lot going on. He there. looks good. If like he, would... the plays he made last week, he was making like solid catches. And that's the thing. Prior to that, the couple weeks prior to that, he wasn't really involved in the passing game, and he wasn't getting the Trey cat. If they would officially like short yardage Trey cat it, mm-hmm. I would be fully on board with this guy. Like top end he he would be having a top end tight end one season but for some reason they ran it those like three weeks and it was super successful and they haven't done it since um but i mean he's involved enough to where you can take the flyer on him yeah tennis uh houston somehow doesn't give up a lot of points to fantasy tight ends but that's an anomaly they're super soft and super slow in the middle so could be could be one of those where the receivers are just kind of exactly so much that it's yeah, I, I don't hate Burton, I guess. Tight ends, it's like, dude, if you have shown me something over the last three weeks like he has, he's been double digits two straight weeks. I'll yeah. take that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that'll uh, – I wouldn't play either defense. So, Agreed. Yeah, I think there will be some points scored in this bad yeah. boy. All right, well, that'll do it for uh, part one of Starter Sit. We're coming back tomorrow with part two to send you off with the weekend with good starting options. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. That'll do it for today. Have a great night, folks. See ya. What the hell's going on in this?